This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Oh, the Bills have gone three and out on their opening drive of the second half, so Pittsburgh about to get the ball back, and this is uh, not going great at the moment. It's not going terribly, but uh, as Joe Girardi would say, it's not what you want at this point thus far. We'll, we'll, we'll see how this uh, first drive on offense in the second half goes for the Pittsburgh Steelers. A nice punt return. Pittsburgh will start at their own 40. Uh, 21-7 the score. It's like the punters hobbling. It's just insane. Uh, all our bets are coming up next segment on the show for tonight. And uh, Eagles and Bucks, of course, Monday Night Football to wrap up Super Wild Card Weekend in the National Football League. But before we get to that, because Ken and I are off coming up tomorrow and Wednesday, thank God, uh, we got to get you some golf bets right now for the American Express coming up this weekend. Tournament should be awesome. I would be remiss if I didn't mention our guy Tyler Morales had been on yesterday who missed a four-foot putt, and as a result... Uh, Grayson Murray, about 7,000 to one, ended up winning the tournament. So tough, uh, tough for our buddy uh, Tyler. That wasn't the only thing. I, he had been on, and I had Keegan Bradley. Oh, my like, God. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. I, I told you that yesterday. You were, you were like, oh, I got to get back in on this golf. I have COVID. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if I lose another one of those playoffs, I'm going to have COVID. But it's actually it's actually the truth, by the way. So it's good that I have a couple of days off yeah. coming up here. But listen, you play hurt this time of year. You make it happen. Uh, I have COVID brain, I feel like. Anyway, this is a bit so t- terrible that that's, that's how it turned out yesterday. The, the, sh- the schmuck Grayson Murray winning the tournament. I, I've had to resist the urge to call him Grayson Allen like four times. Anyway, that's okay. uh, bets for the Emics right now. And to get those bets, let's welcome in our pal Jason Sobel from Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio and the Action Network. We love having Jason on the show. He's the best on Twitter at Jason Sobel, T-A-N. Be sure to check out all his written work. He's got great comprehensive golf betting previews for every tournament over at the Action Network. And again, host at PGA Tour Radio with our partner at Sirius XM. Jason, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Uh, how did the weekend in golf betting treat you? How did the weekend betting the NFL playoffs treat you? Uh, golf betting was not great, and NFL betting was not great. So how about that? Yeah, really <laughs> nice weekend. So it was really a blast. That's really what you're saying. And now I'm like, did I yeah. call him Keegan Bradley or Keegan Murray? Which I did. I was texting somebody, like three different people yesterday. I called him Keegan Murray. They were like, what are you talking about? You bet on Keegan Murray? Like in the Bucks game? It's like, no. Uh-huh. No, I bet uh-huh. Keegan Bradley. That's what I bet on. Uh, that was a, that was a really rough playoff. Who, who, who would win in a golf playoff? Uh, Keegan Murray or Grayson Allen? Uh, Ooh, uh, that's a good one. Um, yeah. Give me... Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen looks like you'd want to root against him no matter what ever happens. a very stereotypical happened. answer. Grayson yeah, I, yes. I don't care if it's Grayson. golf, whatever. Like, I want to beat Grayson Allen. I'm not betting on him. Sure. Uh, makes sense. J- Jason, why don't you give us an idea for this tournament? I saw the f- you know the field gets announced like a few days in advance, usually like while the previous tournament's going on. And I, like, mm-hmm. I, I just don't follow this part of the calendar that closely. So it's like the field comes out and I just go, oh, my God. 
like this is where everyone's been hiding like nobody went to hawaii to play in in the sony open and they came back early if they were playing in the century uh scotty scheffler's playing this tournament cantley's in the tournament xander's in the tournament it's like all justin thomas is playing basically kind of like the best of the best of of who's not on the live tour right now give us an idea though of how this tournament works i was reading some stuff before the show seems a little different multiple courses maybe in the mix just give us an idea kind of what's going on here surprised as you i saw the field list late last week when it came out and i'm like why is scotty scheffler playing the american express he played last year but uh, these guys have a more condensed schedule more events in a, a shorter period of time for the best of the best this year this is not one of those signature events they don't have to play here there's no contractual obligations and yet like you said scheffler cantley shoffley justin thomas sunjay in there there's players in this field than I would have thought. So that that actually helps us from a betting perspective. As far as, though, the, the event itself, uh, they're playing out in Palm Springs. This is the old Bob Hope. They've been doing this for a million years now. Uh, every player is guaranteed to play three rounds. Used to be four rounds. Used to be a five-round event. They'd make a cut after the fourth round. So guys who lived in cold-weather climates would come in and go, oh, cool, I can play four rounds no matter what. They'd start their season at this one now you at least get three rounds that might help your your dfs okay i'm gonna spend up for the biggest names and i know that even my guys who are low priced are gonna play 54 holes three courses out in the desert it's pristine you'll make a lot of birdies it's a pro-am mid-20s under par will win this thing and none of the courses like i said are that hard everything's sub 7200 yards so jason how are you uh how are you betting this tournament so I'm looking to essentially, I want to kind of diversify the portfolio of mid-range players. And as we get into this, I know I just mentioned a bunch of really good players who are in this field. I'm not really interested in any of them in the outright marketplace, at least to start the week. Uh, there's, I think, quite honestly, low motivation for these guys. Uh, it's a birdie fest, so uh, somebody gets hot with a putter, they can certainly beat a Scotty Scheffler who's not a great putter and some of the other guys that are up there. So I do think there's some value. Now we've had guys at 200 to one in Chris Kirk and 500 to one in Grayson Murray win the first two events. I think the public is going to go chasing those lottery tickets. I don't know that we're going to see a third straight. There's nothing pointing to, well, because of X, this is why we're going to see triple digit winners on the PGA tour all year. I think it's more coincidence than anything else, but I do think that, the 45 to 1 to 80 to 1. Taylor Montgomery, who finished in fifth place here last year. Ball striking was terrific in Hawaii last week. He's a really good putter. My favorite play on the board. Bo Hostler at 65 to 1, making his first start of 2024. Finished last year with nine top 30s in his last 10 starts. And Keith Mitchell, I'm just a, a Keith Mitchell apologist. I, I watch him play, I look at the analytics, I go, this guy should be a top 20, top 25 player in the world. Hasn't happened yet. I want to be on him before he starts winning tournaments, not after. So I'm still going to be chasing Keith Mitchell as I've been doing for the past year. Yeah, Jason, I, I'll raise my hand for that club too. I, I bet Keith Mitchell to win this past week in this tournament. And like at the end of the second round, I'm like, I told everybody Keith Mitchell. Like I was texting, uh -huh. Tyler didn't bet him and I did. And I was like, oh, what's up? Like Keith, and then after Saturday, I was like, 
Uh, what, what's up, Keith Mitchell? It's not not exactly not exactly going to end up winning this tournament. We'll see how it goes. I, I want to ask you something to close here. We got some bets that you like for the tournament. It's early, and we kind of figure out what we want to do the rest of the week. This seems, Jason, to me like the first tournament where the result, or who, just even not even who wins, but just who plays well, may end up impacting like the market for Augusta coming up in April. Like this is the first time it's everybody, and it kind of counts for something. Do Do you have a guy like, especially at the top of the board? Is this is this Justin Thomas's year to like get back into things? Is this, is there somebody else on the board? Sam Burns, a lot of people thought he was going to be a major winner the last couple of years and he isn't. Is there something we can look at here where you're like, man, if this guy pops in this event, like this could end up being the first three to six months of like a really good run of form for this guy. Yeah. I certainly wouldn't put it up there for the masters, but I, I keep thinking that Tony Finau is going to turn into a top five consistent player in the world. It hasn't happened now. The wins have started to come. Remember, he played for about eight years on the PGA Tour with only one win, and his nickname uh, amongst the betting masses was Top 5 Tony. He's started to pile up those wins a little bit, but doesn't really have any big ones, and so I'm waiting for that big win from Tony Finau. The putter was not great once again at Kapalua two weeks ago. I'm waiting for it to get better, but I do think that Tony Finau has something big in him at some point. Uh, I don't, as far as futures betting, the Masters can unless I really see a great number out there and I think, boy, this guy's going to have a good three months. I better jump on him now. I'd rather just wait and see, like, what are the, what's the weather look like? What, are, what does players form look like? So much changes in golf because it's an individual sport that, you know, unlike putting in a futures bet on a, an NFL team in October for the Super Bowl, I'm just going to stay away from it until we get closer. Jason, any other betting thoughts coming up for the American Express? I would just tell people, like, be careful, understand what you're betting on with the three different golf courses. You might say, hey, I'm going to bet this guy live after the first round. He shot a 62 at La Quinta. Well, he's got the two more difficult, granted, they're not impossible, more difficult golf courses coming up. So just kind of keep in mind where your head is at as far as that's concerned. Your, your book should show three different first-round leader plays for instance, and breaking them from one course to the next. The tee times haven't been released yet, but keep an eye on that. So I would say just kind of uh, football term keeps things going on than we normally see on the PGA Tour. Jason, we appreciate it, man. Great job, as always, breaking down golf with us here on You Better You Bet. Check him out on Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio. Read all his work over at the Action Network. Follow him on Twitter at Jason Sobel, T-A-N. Jason, we appreciate it. Hope the betting goes a little better for you this week. Stay well, and we'll talk to you soon. I hope so, too. Thanks, guys. Our pal Jason Sobel joining us here on You Better You Bet. Um, well, we've all been in the pit of misery at some point. I feel like... Uh... Like we're point. heading in that direction on this game. I'm like in it right uh, now. That's what we're trying to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think, I, I think I might be in yeah. it right now. Yeah. Um. So uh, Buffalo goes three and out. Pittsburgh's driving just got false start called. So we'll see. They're like, eh, you know, maybe like the bills 40, 45 or something. Um, Terrell Bernard, who's been like stud Buffalo linebacker this season, especially since Matt Milano went out, carted off the field, head in a towel, like visibly shaken, Looks like he's done for the season, and I am not a doctor. I whatever. Generally, guy taken off on a cart and he's he's you know visibly emotional. Usually not good. At the very least, you think he'd miss next week's game, which is against the Chiefs. Uh, I made a hashtag speculative bet. Ken, I took three with Kansas City. It's really funny because I got a I got a note from someone like an hour ago, maybe 
who who I consider smart, who was like, hey, just want to let you know, I bet Bills minus two and a half. <laughs> and I was like, and I wrote, I wrote back, I go like, like, cool, or like some kind of response where it's like, yeah, I, maybe you have this up like where like, you don't agree, but I don't want to like get into the argument about why I don't agree. So I was just like, great. Sounds sounds neat. <laughs> like, but like, like, good but, luck. But but to, to to that to that person's like yeah. point though, at least or whatever. I if I if I had gone on, I, I saw Chiefs. I wouldn't bet Chiefs plus two and a half. Like Chiefs plus three. Oh I sure. Like. I don't even think it's a bad bet. But just where I like, I don't really. I, like I I don't want to bet either side of that game right now at all. Not especially not while this is this mess is going on. You know, this the Bills is, have a whole other half this is to avoid injury. Yeah, it's, 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 it's going to be a tough spot. So we'll see. We'll see what ends up happening in the game. Uh, it is, I guess, like the one way to put this is, like the game is going to get over the total, and now it's just like, can the Bills cover the number? Like the game's going to get over the total. Like, oh, yeah. certainly. So. Uh, Steelers touchdown here will be at 35 points. So, yeah, definitely it, it seems that way. What else, what else you got going on? You got anything good? All those people that bet weather unders and like uh... – all the action was honored, probably not pleased at the moment, I would say. No, because you know what they were? They called holding the bag. <laughs> no, they're oh, yeah. holding big time holding the bag. Yeah, it's, it's in the power ranking of people this weekend that were holding the bag, like betting weather unders in a, in a Bills game, and then it gets moved, and then they run up the score. Uh, both teams combined run up the score, and the game goes way over as, uh, as part of it. I didn't realize, I'm sure people follow the story, because when the game got moved, everyone's first question okay, well, like, I bet the game already. Will my bet be honored? And I, I always feel like they're sort of, uh, you know, I, I know some books where it's like, I know for a fact it's going to be honored or it's not. But I, I was, like, surprised with how many books house rules were like, oh, it's within seven days. So, like, every bet still stands for the game. And that was, like, the majority of domestic sports books, offshore sports books. Like, everything stood uh, with only rare exception. And to be fair, the side market of the game wasn't really affected by the, the weather. Like it was 10 when the game was taken off the board, closed nine and a half, 10 in this game. So you didn't gain any advantage and you gained like a big, you're not going to middle the total. Like it's just not going to happen probably, but man, you gained like a big advantage. You start, if you got, and we had a, we had a guy, you see the guy writing to me on Twitter who listens to the show on, on, was it, uh, this was on Saturday after the show who goes like, pop, like tweets at us, but like publicly, everybody can read it. Like, Hey, like I live in Buffalo. Like my cousin is the fire chief. I love the show. They're moving the game. They're talking about it right now. Really? Like oh, I don't think I, I don't yeah. think I was on that. And he, cause well, he wrote to, maybe it was just to me. I don't know. It's, I mean, it seemed, seemed like a nice guy, like appreciate the thought too, to like, let us know if he knows something like that's a really, that's a, a really friendly thing to do, obviously. Um, I'm going to need Mason Rudolph to throw an interception next time. instead of a big completion there. Uh, but he, he wrote and it was after we got off the air on Saturday and they hadn't moved the game yet. And I remember he wrote and asked a question. He goes, what should I bet if I think they're going to move the game? I think it was something like that. And I go, I go, well, I wouldn't bet the side. Like you won't gain a lot based on what it will reopen at. But I was like, you should bet the over like for sure. If you think it's going to move to any other time slot. And I remember he was like, like, thanks. My cousin's the fire chief. They're moving it. Oh I yeah. Like, I have oh. it here. January 13th. He wrote yeah. the game is being moved. This was on Saturday. I guess the yes. game was moved on Saturday, so maybe he no, knew it was. Yeah, he, this was uh, about thirty to forty-five minutes before the official announcement. Oh, but I remember being um, like in this moment. I remember being like, "Okay, like I, I went on. I won't even say where I went, but like I ended up betting a little bit of over somewhere, just like a, you know, you kind of hedge your bets. Like I don't know this guy from anybody, whatever. It was just like an interesting thought where." I, I guess I was really not up on house rules everywhere. That like seven days of the game, you're just good. 
Like even if we're gonna, I mean, just like think about how much is different about this game than what would have been different if they played yesterday. Just like a good, a good kind of thing to keep in the memory banks if we get another situation like this. I think something that we should do to start next segment before we give our bets for tonight. Obviously, side total and props, Eagles, Bucks, and then hockey in the NBA. So it's twenty-one ten. I, I think the Bills are gonna win. We should probably talk about like what the spreads would be for Chiefs, Texans, and Ravens, Steelers, just in case, because we won't be on again until Thursday. So Love we'll. We'll do, we'll do that on the other side just to cover our bases. And then we'll give you all our bets for tonight. To wrap up, Magnificent Football Monday edition of the show. Nick and Ken here with you. You better you bet on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network.